In 2019, Lou Costa of Iron Mill partnered with Manlyhood on a blog campaign entitled Rise Up. We wrote weekly blog posts exploring manhood and calling men to step into more. We shot a handful of videos to go along with our posts, but we never used them. In June of 2021, Lou passed away unexpectedly. It was a shock to not only his biological family, but to his family that he built around him as well. After he died, I dug out the unused footage that we shot. It was raw, powerful, and I think it deserves to be a part of Lou's legacy. Someday, Lou's sons are going to Google his name, and I want them to be able to see his face, to hear his voice, and to see into his mind and his heart. These episodes are dedicated to my friend, Louis James Costa. It's like bat crap crazy. So, okay, all right. Although, yeah, it is. It's in a great way. In a great way. All right, let's open up. I told you I'm crazy. Hey guys, welcome back. Josh Hatcher from Manlyhood and Luke Costa from Iron Mill. We are glad to be with you guys. Listen, we have been talking about uh, rise up, and we've been going through our 12 week program with you guys. Uh, just really pouring out our hearts, the things that we're thinking, the things we're going through. And you guys are doing the same, and it's been really exciting to hear the things that we've heard back from you. It's been, it's kind of got us jazzed. Catharsis feels good. It's, and it's nice to know that we're not the only ones going through this stuff, you know? It's, a, it's like we, we wanted to start something where there's a brotherhood where people shared, and that's what we've gotten so far. Yeah, so but. your emails, your tweets, your posts in the Manlyhood Man Cave, they're great. Keep it up because we're helping each other, and that's how we grow. So I'm excited about it. So this week, guys, we have, rise up. This week we have dug into some deep, and I told Lou it, it's bat crap crazy, but I love it. <laughs> um, it's, and not everybody's gonna get it. Somebody's gonna read this thing and be like, oh. Uh, my, my mom didn't get it. it, it yeah, and that's okay. Moms don't always get it. Um, I don't expect moms to always get it, that's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Lou, you went, you went pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on? Or, first of all, are you okay, buddy? You know that's what everybody asks me. I'm like, did you finish it? <laughs> you didn't finish you it. You didn't finish Swim for Your Life <laughs> because you had no extension span. If you, and I won't. We won't say the end. Should we say the end or no? Don't. We're not gonna tell the end. Yeah. Make sure you read no. the whole thing. Don't yeah. stop. There's when he nothing starts. wrong with me if you read to the end of it. The whole point is it's supposed to be a motivational speech on the dark, depressing places we find ourselves in. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So. 
you have been through depression. You've been through hurt, right? I mean, I think that's what we're, what I'm reading here, right? <clears throat> well, everybody has. <laughs> yeah. and, and honestly, I feel like I'm almost a blessed person to have not gone through some of the things that everybody I know else has gone through. Uh, with me, there was, there was a rash of suicide in my family and friends and people around me and uh, just death in general and dep- deep depression that uh, started to creep up in my mind through, I mean, just, uh, what, what do you want to say? They're going through life. They're really going through it. And uh, I listened to a lot of Jordan Peterson, and that could either be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on what side of the line you are, even though it's probably. But the point is, is that he asks you to confront your dark side. You know, he, there's, a, there's a point where if you can confront your dark side and make the choice to be good, then you know what you're capable of. Right. You know what kind of, you, that is being a good man and being a good person. So part of that was my own catharsis as we came to where I wanted to confront and share because I think people think, that I'm strong and I'm with it, which I, I am together, even though you call me crazy. Everybody, You're crazy. Everybody calls Everybody's me crazy. crazy. Go ahead. I'm just crazy. <laughs> but I think I'm okay. I think I'm sane. But uh, no, it was me wanting to share uh, behind the shield a little bit and to put it to some very intimate thoughts and feelings about uh, depression, relationships, suicide, death, uh, confronting our own deaths. And so I wrote my death. I wrote my suicide. I wrote what would happen if... Um, I committed suicide because to confront those feelings to me uh, actually brought me to a place where I knew I had to start thinking differently. And that's what I want people to do. Think differently. You, um, there's something that you did in, in this article that I think people should think about and be aware of. You talked about, uh, like the ways that you didn't want to go. Like, I can't do it this way. You know, you talk about like, like being a mass shooter or hanging yourself or whatever. Dude, like, first of all, like I said, it's dark. And it's kind of hard to process for a minute for some people, I'm sure. But, like, like it's a really great thought, though. Well, uh, we made the mistake of watching Faces of Death as a kid. Oh, did you say, oh, no, uh, I could <laughs> never do that. No, yeah, no. Uh, the old stop-and-go video, they had a little thing of, face and go, uh, of uh, Faces of Death, which is just back before there was the Internet and you could find whatever you wanted. That was the only way you could actually introduce yourself to the ideas of uh, the horrible things that happen in life. Is, is that it, the one it, where they, like, electrocuted the elephant? Yeah, yeah or they would just you know pan around a body hanging there, and that's oh. where that's where that idea came from because I described what I would look like if I was hanging, if I had yeah. killed myself and hung myself there, or uh, you know I have, I have people close to me that you know shotgun their face off, or I've, people that have uh, you know, and every time I write somebody things, has to clean that up, right, and walking in on themselves, and I know I, I won't go into details, but there's people moms that I've known that their their kids have found them and and uh, yeah. parents that find their kids yeah. and just some of the some of the things in life that you know aren't hidden in the Facebook nomenclature of everything is great right and right. to me it's like I'll smack you in the face with it because I don't care right you know well, like that's, and it's that's important the thing. you know that's like and because it makes you think I wanted people to think because that's what I thought to myself if I was going to do this which I'm not people he's, read the ending he's not read the ending the point is, is is expressing it this is what it would look like and feel like and this is probably <laughs> what people would think about dude, it dude and if you're going to go I guess that's at least the way to try <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it there's no spoilers here you've got to read it if you didn't read it yet read it or listen to it just put it out there I want you to go through it because it's 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 crazy it's like it reads like a like a James Bond, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. It's nuts. I love it. <laughs> it's got Billy Joel references. It's got... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is a Billy Joel. I forgot I, about I, that. I always wanted to write... Might my, just my... be the lunatic <laughs> you're looking for. 
any girlfriend of mine knows how to use that song to them because they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, I'm crazy, then it's true. And it's all because of Lou. And you wouldn't want me. You may be right. <laughs> exactly. No, I but, love it. Um, yeah, but so Anna wrote my first, I've always wanted to write my own sex scene. Which I did. You and did. I, you know what though? I was, was it graphic or no? No, was I was easy. actually I was worried because I'm like Lou, we got to keep this fairly clean. Like let's. And so I, uh, I he's like, oh dude, I I'm really proud of myself. I wrote a sex scene. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, okay, okay, we can get away with that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's you know. Because if you've ever sexed with me, you know I'm good at it. Oh no! No! <laughs> I haven't told I should write it before, so I did. Read it. <laughs> That's true. Bad crap crazy, guys. Bad crap crazy. That's <laughs> true. Oh, anyway. No, but, um, but I, you know, read and lose, uh, at, I, it's cool because we actually have been working on this for a while together, so. Watching, it's been fun too, man. It, it has been yeah. fun, like just the back and forth. Eh, let's try to say it this way, or or he'll, or you know, just watching how it comes together and seeing seeing it go from like completely random voice to text memos that I was leaving, and then you see it shape into something. Or or Lou has got this completely random stream of consciousness, and watching it come together. But so I love your critiques on man. It helps so it's much. It's been to fun have to kind of go back and forth, and so. But with this one, uh, it got me thinking. It really got me thinking about, you know. First of all, we should be thinking about our death. I love the idea of, uh, it's a Stoic philosophy. The early Christian church adopted it as well. It's the Latin phrase, memento mori. And the idea is that you will die. And we need to be prepared for it. And now, we, we may not all go out the same way that Lou recommended, um, which, uh, no spoilers, but just saying, it's probably not the best way to go. But regardless... At some point, something is going to happen to all of us, whether we're old and in our beds or whether we are driving down the road. How do you want to go when you die? I well, I Honestly. said this. I don't. I don't know. But I said this the other day. Um, if you, were I had drive. my kids young, and I have not taken really good care of my body for most of my life. So now I'm. Real, I'm like I need to. I need to get healthy because I thought about it. If I'm 85. My boys are going to be 65 and 63, which means we get to be old men together. So, like, I don't care how I die. I really don't. As long as I get to be, like, as long as I get to sit there pooping and peeing in my pants with my boys, that's going to be hilarious. That's good. That's kind of an interesting. I never thought of it that way, but I would love... Boy, if this lasts for 40 years, boys, and I'm so excited to be an old man. I'm going to drive you crazy. Yeah, it's going to be boys. great. But, but, see, but you're a little... Yours are a little younger in comparison to your age, so... They might not get to be old men with you. Yeah. See, we get to be old men together. Well, yeah, that's true. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> Grumpy old men was a great, uh, <laughs> a great time. But um, no, but uh, but what it got me thinking about is uh, I actually just recently I haven't seen the new Pet Cemetery yet. Hmm. Um, I everybody bashes on remakes. I'm like, I don't have a problem. Remakes are fun, you know. If it was a good movie 20 years ago, why couldn't it be a good movie now? Nothing wrong with that. Well, it was okay. Yeah, it could be great. Yeah. It might be horrible. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But I did go back and I watched the old Pet Cemetery uh, before it disappeared from Hulu. And it, there, you know, the guy that plays Herman Munster, you know, everybody's favorite mm -hmm. lovable monster, is like this kind of dark, creepy main guy with his accent. And he says, he says, uh, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> and that line <laughs> stuck with me because, you know, so when I wrote my blog, Pet Cemetery, this week, the concept was, okay, so Lou's talking about what happens if, 
if he was going to commit suicide or if somebody's thinking about suicide. And since we're talking about resurrection and we're talking about rising up past these things, maybe there's things that we have in our life that should die off. Mm. You know? Exactly. Like, maybe there's things that we're doing that we shouldn't, that I that we should let go. Like, dude, I have no reason to be the person that I was that was uh, mowing down four or five king-size Reese's sticks a day. That should die. That I should let that die. Some things should should stay dead, you know? Yeah. Sometimes dead is better. And, and isn't it to, to, to specifically pick those things out of yourself? I think it's very important for people to say, like, what is it that I should pick out? What is it that I should let die? What is it that should rise up? Yeah, because... What is, what is it me that wants to die? And what, what part of that should I let die? Right, because... The part of me that wants to die, I should let die. That's a whole... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, well, and, and you don't have to commit suicide for that to happen either. You can... You can... That's the beautiful thing about people, is that we can change... Yeah. And I know people are like, well, people never change. No, they do, all the time. Dude, people I change, change all the time. People, people say people change. don't change are stupid. If I, you ever said in your life, shut up, you're dumb. People <laughs> change all the time. Seriously. You're dumb. Were you the last person you were two years ago? Well, you're not reading or watching things, you know? Yeah. You shared a great article with me today about the, uh, what, what show was that? Uh, 13. 13 Reasons Why. Um, <clears throat> which before, this was yeah. huge for us to make sure when we cover this topic, um, because we are somewhat sentient beings here, yeah. that to not cause some sort of uh, backlash at this cause, and that was, it was... Yeah, the, the show 13 Reasons Why talks about this girl who committed suicide, and she leaves, like, like a mystery, and she leaves clues as to the reasons why she did it, but it almost is like... It's almost like the suicide, it's almost, it almost glorifies it. It yeah. almost gives it this um, picture that, uh, see, I told you, you were all jerks, and this is why, and I got back at you. And it, and it really wreaks havoc on these people afterward. Well, wreaks havoc because I, I haven't watched it, and full disclosure, I don't watch I'm, it. I haven't watched the, it either. But I've, the statistics were that it, 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 it literally raised the suicide the rate su- between a certain number of the, 10 and 17-year-olds. Yeah, Is that what I, yeah. yeah, 10 to 17-year-olds during that time frame that One that show, show was out. kind of glorifying suicide or taking it a, a, looking at the opposite stance that we looked at, right. glorifying it and wanting to it, change the rate of suicide. And that You know, th- when they made the show, they actually talked to, um, like, the suicide hotline people, and they said... Here's what we were thinking. We want to make sure that this doesn't trigger anybody. Do you like my soft voice? Like, <laughs> we want to make sure it doesn't trigger anybody. We were thinking about... So the, so the Centers for Suicide Prevention gave them guidelines to say, if you're going to talk about suicide and you don't want to trigger anybody to commit suicide, here's the things that you should do. So they're like, okay. And then they went and they did all of the opposite things when they made this show. It's horrible. And I... I well, because it pleads to our worst uh, innate want. <laughs> Everybody has a draw to that, don't we? Doesn't think, everybody have a draw to death? I think. I think. I we, think every person has a certain draw to death. You know, it's funny because maybe in my perspective, I see it like I don't want to die. Well, I mean, I don't now, die now when I when I do die, like I said, I mean, I have I have a, a, a personal Christian faith, and so there's hope involved in that too. You know what I mean? That hope of resurrection, that hope of of an afterlife, and so I like I, I have peace yeah. when I think about it, but I don't. Um, like, I've got too many people to help. I've got people that love me. That I want to be with the people that I love. Like, like I, I, I don't really just want to go. So, but I have wanted to off myself in the past, especially when I was younger. You know, before I had any hope. <laughs> I, I, so I think we've all had it. Whether we have it now or whether we'll have it later. The bottom line is we should be knowing that we will all die. And we should be thinking, how should I live knowing that I'm going to die 
And then those of us who might struggle with that feeling of just wanting to or that draw towards it. And the only reason I opened up, I think, was because of that. Because because of that exact reason is I wanted to see if... What have, what have I said to this whole thing? If I can talk to one person that has felt what I've gone through or you've gone through mm-hmm. or Billy's gone through or everybody that I've... You know, everyone around us has gone through, then I want... You know, what was the, what was the last line that I wrote in, in Swim for Your Life? Do you remember? I know. We, we said no spoilers, so I don't remember. What's that? <laughs> What's the last line? The point, the point being is uh, never give up. Never stop swimming. Oh, I remember. It's yeah. never give up. Never don't stop swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, swim swim for your life, literally. Swim for your life. You never, ever give up. And um, and besides that, besides just saying, I hey, never give up, like that's, you know, the best advice ever. Listen, man, people feel like you do, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're out there and you're thinking those things and you're going through it, it happens to the strongest of us. Mm-hmm. It happens to the best looking. It happens to the people that don't have, you know, that you want to think. Everyone out there, because the suicide rate, this is serious uh, yeah. for me, because this, the rates are skyrocketing right now. It's, and especially uh, for men. Especially for men. Middle-aged men. And mm-hmm. women, too, which is also, uh, I, I kind of yeah, at least hatch, I, for- I hatch, hatcheted that whole part out of it. But uh, for women, middle-aged women as well. Uh, this, this, the suicide rates are absolutely skyrocketing right now, and that's because people aren't finding connection, which is we've brought here in Rise Up. We want men to connect to each other. Uh, we want you to feel like you have someone that cares about you, because we do. Because I do care about, if you reach out and you feel like you need to say something, then reach out and say it. Yeah. Like I'm saying, that's, I felt, well, how many times did I say, how many times, when I came to you, I said, Josh, I feel like something's clawing out of me. I wanted to write an appendix. Because I didn't feel yeah. comfortable yeah. saying, I don't know if I should should say the things that you call me crazy for. <laughs> crazy on is camera. not bad. Crazy is not bad. Yeah. So call me crazy on camera. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Sorry, kidding. buddy. It's but okay. if you feel that way, because if you feel like somebody, <laughs> if you feel like there's something going on in your life that you can't talk to somebody about it, that you need help with, it's so important that you get it out of you, that you talk about it, that you write it down. That you, you know, run. <laughs> that you, that the thousands of therapy. Do be something creative. Be volunteer. You know, like yeah, serve. You know, oh my gosh, serve. My friend Mike tells me all the time the healing is in the helping. Like yeah. that's honestly, I think what motivates us motivates us here too. Like, like we know that part of our process of healing and becoming who we're meant to be is helping other people too. That's why we do this. And you know, get up and 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 take uh, take care of somebody that needs help. Yeah. And and you'll be surprised at how. That helps you. Well, that was your pitch to me when I came to you and I said, listen, I feel like I want to do something with Iron Mill that's uh, different and it's uh, evolving and changing. You know, you know, people say you can't do, but when things change, you're like, I said, I don't know where my place is and I don't want to, uh, I don't know exactly what footing I should take on it. And you said, well, I'll give you the platform to put it out there if you want to do it. And so that's what the same platitude that Josh and Manlyhood gave Iron Mill and myself I want to give out to our audience and say, if there's something that avenue or uh, a place that you need to get to inside of your own heart or your own your own being or that's something that's unsettling because it it happens to the best of us, you need to you need to get it out and talk about it. And um, you know, hopefully, if we can motivate one person to say, you know what, you know, if old Lou can do it and come out through, I can write something down. And when you write that down and it becomes permanent into an existence and you say, okay, now I can deal with it. There's real change in that. There's mm-hmm. real, there's real motivation and drive in that, you know? And yeah. I think that's what I hope we had come up with, with Pet Cemetery, letting something die, the old part of you, a part of you you don't like, and swim for your life, which is examining 
the idea of actual death, writing your own death, um, which is one of our really cool things. That we one of our, um, our challenges our yeah. challenges this year or this year <clears throat> this week is we want you if you want to sit down and write. What would happen if you died right now? What would happen if you are faced with your worst fear? I wrote my worst fear. That's how I died and swim for life. Or how I wanted to die and swim for your life. Is I, I wanted to face my worst fears. What happens when you do that? You know, What happens when you uh, look into a camera and have to say, you know, I thought about suicide. Mm-hmm. What then? It's super, I just felt really vulnerable. I just really felt vulnerable there. Yeah, so man. that was real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was that, real. That's huge. I was like, oh, it's the same. And, and like, <laughs> it's like, like so many people are, are, are feeling that right now. And I'm going to tell you what, look, we're not professional counselors or therapists or anything like that. And so you can reach out to us and we'll gladly give you advice and try to help you. But I'm going to tell you right now, if it's bad and if it's something that's really kicking around, dude, call a pro. Yeah. Dude, there's there's suicide hotlines. Call your counselor. Get in. Get some help. You know, we want to help you process through this. But if, if you're like at the place where you're really in danger, dude, don't don't play around. Yes. You I, matter. You matter. I can tell you two things to do right now because they help me. You stop drinking, and tell somebody. Mm. That's that's what you're doing to yourself. I know for a fact. Yeah. Dude, alcohol is a depressant. So right. like, if you're depressed yeah. and you're drinking alcohol, you're making yourself more depressed. Yeah. And that's only going to, that's going to put you in, in danger. You yeah. know, I, and I'm not, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not here to be a prude or to judge or anything like that. Just be smart about it. Be smart with what you're going through, you know? Far be it from crazy Lou to be a prude. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. It is, it's a, it's a fun, it's a, I'm glad that we've had this because it was cathartic. And it was interesting to me now that we've, we've kind of gone through it. We've gone through the whole wave of it that, uh, and we kind of put it to bed that uh, it's important to, to put out to our to Iron Mill and Manlyhood and everyone else in between that uh, it's not even if it's not just you even if it's somebody you know because it is it's, it is an epidemic a pandemic in this society right now people killing themselves suicide uh, you know addiction related to that and that's uh, you know like I said far be it for me to act like an expert on the thing but when half the people around you are off themselves for reasons that I can't understand, you know, can't fathom, it becomes my problem. Mm-hmm. When it's my problem, I'm going to do something about it. Right, because men take responsibility, and right. so we want to talk about it. We want you to talk about it. We want you to get help. Yep. Thanks, guys. Rise up! Rise up! We rise up! <laughs> so, Lou, did you say that uh, you wrote out your worst fear, right? Did you get that into the shark? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>